Hey guys, Eric Sue here, and I just wanted to share a video that we did recently. Hope you enjoy. Let me know what you think. You can add me on Instagram at Sue. That's E-R-I-C, O as in orange, S as in sugar, I-U. Same name for Twitter. You can also DM me there. Let me know what you think and hope you enjoy. So guys, let me know. I mean, is there, let me know in the chat. Has there been a scenario where you feel that one piece of content changed everything for you. So that could be for from you uh, reading something. It could be from you watching someone speak on stage. It could be you uh, reading a book, for example. Those are just a couple ways. Or even teaching, you know, teaching a class. Sometimes when you articulate what you know, that's also a way of kind of um, you know putting content out there. And sometimes when I teach, I, I get to learn because I articulate my thoughts. So just let me know in the comments what you think. If there's a, if there's been a time in your life where something has changed your life just from one piece of content, all right. Um, so everyone's like much better when it's closer. Okay, great. So let me see if I can adjust this a little closer. There we go. So we're a little closer now. And uh, by the way, guys, when we do podcasts in the future, we have another mic over here, <clears throat> and it's gonna be you're, you're gonna see Neil and I and maybe some other guests doing podcasts live in this room. Sometimes we'll be standing, sometimes we'll be sitting. You know, sometimes we'll be eating. Uh, we'll be eating goldfish as well. Um, so I think we have enough people in here, so we can probably get started. Um, I actually can't see how many people are in here right now, but okay. So let's start with my friend Gaetano. So my friend Gaetano, um, he wrote a blog post on a site called Inbound.org. This is years and years and years ago, and it was a really well-written blog post. He was talking about, uh, I think he was talking about SEO, and I was like, man. If I can have this guy write for me, that would be really great, and I'll, I'll just pay him. You know, he, he's really good. He was responsive. He hit deadlines. He knew what he was talking about, and I like to have people like that writing content. Um, excuse me, writing content on my website. And by the way, you guys can see my sunburn. Like my skin's peeling right now. Don't worry, I don't have a skin condition. Uh, so, anyway, basically what happened was I saw what he wrote on Inbound.org. I reached out to him. I said, "Hey, are you open to doing some freelance work?" He said, "Yes." You know, I always could use some side income. And he basically helped write for the single grain blog. Um, and he wrote like an epic case study. This is like 10 different case studies on where we're studying like over 1 million backlinks for, uh, we partnered up with Ahrefs, you know, got their API data and uh, we're able to produce a really unique, remarkable piece of content. Whenever we do something really unique, um, well, people tend to reach out to us and we get leads from it. A lot of great things happen. Okay. So when you put in the time, when you put in the effort, you are bound to have something great happen to you. So continuing on with guy town, you're like, okay, what does this have to do with content changing someone's life? So with Gaetano, what he did was <clears throat> after he did really good work for me, some one of my friends reached out to me. He, uh, Max, he run, he ran a company called sales hacker, which sold to outreach. And he's like, Hey, do you know anybody? I, I'm looking for a VP of marketing. And I said, yeah, I, I do know someone. Um, and I thought about Gaetano and I introduced, I made the introduction between Gaetano and Max. Right. And then, um, eventually Gaetano became the VP of marketing at sales hacker. And also at the same time, I also introduced Gaetano to my friend who runs a company called a uh, company called Nextiva. And so, uh, my, my friend is the CMO. He's the co-founder of Nextiva and at the time, it just wasn't the right fit for Gaetano to make the move uh, over to Arizona. And so, you know, Gaetano ends up working as a VP of marketing for a while for Sales Hacker, does a really good job there. And um, 
he continues to keep in touch with my other friend who I also made the introduction to. I'm not saying I'm the guy that, that, that changes everything. I'm saying literally Gaetano put in the hard work. He did good work in the beginning. So when you do good work like that, you produce one good piece of content. It carried him over to a VP of marketing job, which he never had before. And now he's the, he's the director of uh, demand generation for Nextiva. And that's a very big role for him. Nextiva is a company they're doing, you know, well over $150 million a year right now. And they're scaling. They're one of Arizona's hottest companies. And so, that's just one example of how one content changed one person's life because he did good work. Someone else discovered him and he was able to, to move on from there. I got someone coming in the room now. Um, are there any issues? No issues. All right, cool. We're good. So Gaetano was able to parlay that one piece of content into a VP of marketing job, into a director of demand gen. So that's not the only example. If I, if I think about it in, a, in another way, my partnership with Neil Patel, our marketing school uh, podcast partnership, that started with, with me reading his blog, Quick Sprout, years and years and years ago. And he was just talking about link blending. And I was like, what is link blending? So I reached out to him. I said, okay, tell me what this link blending thing is. Guy actually responds to me. I keep email, emailing him for, for marketing kind of questions. And eventually he's just like, dude, let's just get on the phone. We got on the phone. Eventually that led to an in-person meeting at Taco Bell. So I first met him at Taco Bell in Orange County. And... Um, Eventually, that led to us doing things. I made introductions to him. He made introductions for me, uh, got me, helped me get a, a basically like a VP of growth job at Treehouse. And, um, you know, I, I, I've since then helped him too. We've kind of gone back and forth. I've helped him get speaking gigs for, you know, healthy five figure amounts. And um, it, it's always been a very symbiotic relationship. And that then led to the Marketing School podcast, which um, last month we basically broke a million. <clears throat> excuse me, a million downloads in a 30 day period. Okay. So that's, that happened kind of in reverse. I was consuming someone else's content and then that led to us starting a really good friendship and it went on from there. Okay. So I'm curious in the comments right now, let me know, like, what is that one piece of content you've seen that's changed your life? I'm going to answer some questions too. I'm going to give you some other stories too, just to show you that you might suck at content in the beginning, but as long as you continue down the path and you get better and better over time, you are bound to have good things happen to you. Okay. So let me, let me read the, the comments right now. See what you guys think. Let me know what questions you guys have too. I'm happy to answer some questions too. And, uh, as you guys answer, um, by the way, if you guys want help kind of figuring out how you guys can build that kind of that brand, that content machine, or even just get more clients for yourself, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash live. That's L I V E singlegrain.com forward slash L I V E. And then we'll have one of our team reach out to you. All right. So let me see what's going on right here. Um, so let's see. Easy Medical Device says reading Crush It from Gary V uh, was a wake up call. I think that's a really good book. So that's one piece of content that changed your behavior in your life to change who you are. And I'm happy to give some examples from my side too. Um, Ursula says teaching classes, introducing the subject as a story and narrative. Yeah, when you teach something, it certainly changes. You know, when you articulate something, you start to think about things differently, and that leads to you right thinking about something perhaps differently than you otherwise would have thought of it. Because sometimes when you read a post and then you don't think about how you might articulate or how you might teach it, then you might only have like a surface level understanding. But when you go a little deeper, when you teach something, you get to the next level and the next level and the next level, okay? Um, Raj says it's a combination of many pieces throughout the years. Yeah, I agree. Each piece is going to help you level up and get you to the next level. I think that's great. Uh, Lara says your last video... Uh, with the video game analogy, it made me think about my life. Okay, so guys, my last video, and Lara, that might be the visual uh, or the video that changes everything for you, right? Because in the last video, I talked about who do you want to be in your life? Do you want to be the hero of your life or do you want to be the NPC? The NPC, these are the people that are just sitting around complaining about their life all the time, 
um, and they just you know they blame people, they blame their own, they blame kind of circumstances around them, they blame anybody but themselves for taking action, for taking control, and then becoming the hero of their life, right? Because we all basically start at the same level. You know, some of us might be for- more fortunate than others, but most of you, like the fact that you're watching this right now, means you have all the power in the world to take control, take control, take matters into your own hands and make a difference. Okay. Um, so Nelson says, uh, my clicks are not converting to sales. Uh, I'm very sorry to hear that. By the way, you can just listen to the marketing school podcast or the growth everywhere podcast, or just watch the free videos on this YouTube channel. Um, if you want to learn how to uh, convert your clicks to sales, what I will say is if your clicks are not converting to sales, is the traffic relevant? Are you driving the right traffic, the right people? Are they the right people seeing your offer? Or secondly, is your offer even good enough? Does your offer make sense? Is it just like the other offers? Does it truly make you feel like it's remarkable? If it's not that remarkable, maybe that's why your clicks aren't converting to sales. There's a multitude of reasons why your clicks aren't converting to sales. By the way, guys, if you guys have topic ideas for the Marketing School podcast or for this, this channel, let us know in the comments too. Let us know what problems you're facing and let us know what piece of content has changed your life. So I'll tell you what, I got this bookshelf behind me right now. I'm gonna tell you one book that's changed my life behind here. So we can kind of go back and forth, right? I, it, this can be like, you know, uh, Uncle Eric's book club or something like that, all right? So let's see. This book right here is actually required reading for our management team. This book is the goal. And this book has really changed my life. As a matter of fact, I got um, following Jeff Bezos. He said that that he makes his entire management read it. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do the same thing because Jeff Bezos said so. But when I actually read it, I was like, man, this book is really good. This book called The Goal, um, it's from Eli Goldratt. You can get it on Amazon. And it's about the theory of constraints, okay? So the idea is this. So what I learned from, and it stuck with me to this day. I don't even need to open this book right now. I'll tell you the goal. I'll just hold it up like this, like an advertisement. So with the goal, imagine this, you're with a Boy Scout group or maybe you're, you're doing summer camp and you're hiking with a group of boys or a group of girls, okay? And so what happens if you have, you're hiking and at the very end of your group, the very end of the line, you have a fat kid, right? And the fat kid is always the one that's slow, slows everybody down. Everybody needs to wait for the fat kid to catch up, right? So that's the theory of constraints. You're only as strong as your weakest link. So if your weakest link is dragging you back all the time, guess what you do? You move that weakest link all the way to the front and everybody else pushes that weakest link. Or guess what? In, in business, you get rid of the weakest link too. You can do that too. Uh, but there's there's many different ways to skin a cat. This book has a lot of different fictional stories about it. And I think it's really helpful for people to understand that there are bottlenecks in each and every organization. And it's your job to continually identify the bottlenecks, the constraints and continually solve them. Because if you don't solve the bottlenecks, you aren't able to move on to a new set of problems. Every new goal that you accomplish means you get a new set of problems, a new set of constraints. You're always gonna have constraints no matter what in any organization, doesn't matter, okay? So that's what I learned from this book. That's one piece of content has changed how I think about business in general. And a really good book, all right? So uh, I will put this down right now. And I wanna give you another story. I'm gonna look at the chat real quick. So uh, here's that video. Uh, first metric says if you spend a lot of time and money to produce a high quality amount, high quality piece of content, should you promote it in any way that's different than the standard channel, such as website, social media, etc.? That's a really good question. Let me have a drink of water. So here's what I think. I think whenever we spent a lot of time on one piece of content, so that, that epic guide that took months to complete, or I remember when we did, um, 
Let's see. Well, let's just use that, 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 that as an example. So it was 10 different case studies on how Airbnb, um, Backlinks case study, uh, we did a study on Heineken as well. We did a lot of different case studies, right? When we sent that out to our email list, we got a lot of responses, we got a lot of downloads because that was something that was remarkable, something worth sharing. So it's not like we did anything different than our normal promotion, but when we promoted it, because the offer or the product itself was remarkable, it was unique, it was worth people responding and engaging with it, right? This is why in social media, people are looking at their engagement rates all the time. So when you have something like that, you promote it, you're gonna find that your promotion's a lot easier because you put the time and effort into producing something that's remarkable, okay? Promotion always becomes a lot easier when you're able to do something like that. Um, what I will say too, if, if you're gonna spend a lot of time and effort into, let's say you spend $1,000 on a piece of content, you know, why not spend, uh, you know, a couple hundred dollars or so promoting it on Facebook to top a funnel traffic. So you might do uh, lookalike audiences, which means the traffic coming to your site is usually going to be cheaper than trying to go to go to a completely cold audience like, um, you know, targeting Nike.com or whatever. Um, that will typically be more expensive. And so I don't want to get too much into Facebook ads, but just keep in mind, if you have something really good, it, you're going to have an easier time promoting it because it resonates with more people. You're going to get more engagement from it. You're going to get more shares from it. All right. So... Lydia says, currently reading Dan Waldschmidt's edgy conversation and drifts, this won't scale. And just this morning, Sunit Bot's piece about paying attention. Lydia, that's a lot of books. Let us know which one uh, you end up liking the most. I'm, I'm curious to know. You can also email me, eric at singlegrain.com. Um, let's see. So Smart Monkey says, I see lots of books on my shelf. I don't know if you're talking about my shelf or your shelf, but uh, I'd like to know what book you like. Um, Easy Medical Device says, it is a great book. Read it 12 years ago. And by the way, this type of book is a book that you can reread maybe once every uh, a couple years or so because, you know, sometimes it's a, it's a nice, healthy reminder. Um, Martin says, a book called The Leader Who Had No Title by Robin Sharma. Uh, powerful eye-opener for everything I do in my work. Uh, I'll have to check that book out. I'll add it to Amazon. I'm kind of in between like a sneeze right now, so I'm like holding it in. Um, Lydia says, considering starting a weekly 30-minute AMA live video about marketing, sales, CRM, customer success, success, suggestions, recommendations. Lydia, I think that's a good idea. You do it like, look, we're doing this live right now. We're engaging. Your watch time goes up way higher, which means your videos are going to have an easier time kind of showing up. Our subscribers have started to increase. I just like engaging with people. Believe it or not, this actually drives leads for us. So by the way, guys, like the offer that I do, like if you want to learn about the programs that, you know, help you increase your traffic or get more clients, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash live. That's L-I-V-E to check it out. So I'm peppering that in every 10, 15 minutes or so. And so I'm constantly making these offers as I'm talking. But you can see like, it's not like a really annoying offer. Like, ah, come buy my stuff, come buy my stuff, right? You can get this upsell over here. You know, you get these goldfish as an upsell too, right? Who knows? Um, so, uh, so, my recommendation, Lydia, would be absolutely do it. And uh, I cannot pronounce his name. Let's just call it uh, Shiznok. Um, he says, hi, Eric, or she says, hi, Eric. How long would it take you to get 100 visitors on a blog daily if you would have to start all over? And how would you do it? Okay, that's a good question. Um, I'll answer that and I'll kind of move forward with stories. And guys, continue to ask questions in here. Continue to let me know what piece of content you did or you put out or you know a book, whatever, has changed your life. I'm always curious. We can talk about it a little more and engage because this is a conversation. So if I were to start a blog from scratch, what I would do is the same thing we do right now. I would write, you know, okay, let's say I'm starting alone. I don't have any resources. I would focus on writing a one really good piece of content that might be three, 4,000, maybe 8,000 words. I might spend weeks on it. I might spend four to eight weeks on it. Make sure it's damn good. Make sure I mention a lot of different people in it um, if I can. And then what I would do is make sure I promote it to people too, okay? So 
the beauty of having like a four to eight thousand word uh, piece is that it, it will stand as, as as an evergreen piece. And maybe you only have one of these every single month and you have to do other stuff like start your business, handle the operations, all that kind of stuff. Right. But when you're able to do that every single month, you do it. It's like, you know, who does a really good, really good job? Uh, Shiznok. Shiznok, you know, every month they got this really good essay. Here's a good example. This guy named Andrew Chen, partner at Andreessen Horowitz, uh, used to work at Uber, uh, well-respected growth guy in Silicon Valley. He has an essay on andrewchen.co and he's got a really good stuff. Every single month he's got like one super long essay, very thought-provoking, and that that's what led to his role at Uber. That's what led to his role as a partner at Andreessen Horowitz, which is a leading venture capital, capital um, organization, right, or firm. So... That, again, for, for Andrew, one piece of content, like, you know, having like a partner at, at, at Andreessen Horowitz read it. And it's like, I think that guy Andrew is smart. I want to hire him. Same thing with Uber. That's how Tra Travis, the original founder, uh, CEO, CEO of, of Uber, ended up hiring him. By creating that one piece of content that stands out, it changed. It just changed this guy's perception. He's like, man, I really want to work with this guy, right? And to be frank, that that's what leads to a lot of conversations like where, where people were trying to hire me in the, in the past. We're like, hey, look, I really admire what you do around the content side. Um, you know, they want, they want to start a conversation. And then eventually that could lead to um, other roles, which is why, like I, I tell my parents, you know, my worst, my worst case scenario in my life right now, and this is not the brag, I'm telling you, content can make this difference in your life. My worst case scenario in my life um, is the best case scenario they would have ever dreamed of for me growing up, okay? And that's saying a lot because they had high expectations for me, uh, you know, Asian parents, you know, moving over here. Um, they always want you to be a doctor, a lawyer, engineer, whatever. And I'm just telling them, like, look, worst case scenario, because I've created content, because I've created so much goodwill, there's no way that I won't be able to, you know, work for somebody else and um, at least make a good living from it, right? Um, but, you know, I have my aspirations, I have my vision, but when you do that, you create so much leverage that you you basically, again, I, I talk about this, right? I'm just like, man, you really cannot fail in the long term if you do stuff like this, okay? So um, I'll give you another example. My buddy, so let's go back to the, the to Nextiva. So Nextiva, they had a conference called NextCon, which happened, started three years ago, and uh Yaniv, who's now a close friend of mine, he's the CMO and co-founder, he reached out to me to speak at the conference. He emailed me, cold emailed me, and he asked me to speak at his conference. So he had Steve Wozniak speaking at his conference, and he said, uh, Eric, you know what, we'll take care of the hotel, we'll take care of all this stuff. I'm just like, at this point, I just started speaking, so I was like, okay, cool, sounds good. And um, it, it, it's because he follows the podcast. He's like, I really admire your work. And he also followed me since my days at Treehouse, right? And... You know, I was really flattered by that, but it's just like he consumed content that I had out there and that led to a good perception and that led to us starting our relationship. And now he, you know, we're, we're in different groups together. We're going to, um, we have a mastermind. We're going to Tulum and um, in, in March, right? So one piece of content can create deep relationships and it's not even like I'm here to get sales. No, it's more like, you know what? We're going to like create this deep bond and business is just like a side effect that comes from it, that stems from it, right? Um, so hopefully that makes sense. So let's see what, what else you guys got in here. First metric says your video quality is great. What brand camera are you using for this live conversation? Uh, I'm gonna have to have my team chime in here. Uh, Hannah or UA, maybe ask Noah that's sitting around uh, what camera. It's a Sony A550 maybe, I'm not sure, but maybe they can put it into the, the comments. And then this mic over here, this is the Hio PR40. Um, da, da, da. Shiznok says, I had one product winner and made 100K in sales from it. Now I'm free and can do what, 
what I want thinking to start a blog. Absolutely do it. Don't give up. You got to go for it for six to 12 months or so. You will for sure get 100 visits a month. And before you know it, 10,000 visits a month. And then before you know it, 100,000 visits a month and you're going to go up and up and up. All right. Uh, thank you, Hannah, for putting that in there. So I guess I was way off. Uh, let's see. First metric says, what are your thoughts on the purpose these days of what should be on a website versus what is what it is on blogs and content? I'm seeing more websites going very minimalist, lots of white space, etc. Actually, um, when we talk about our blog, we're planning to go more white space too, just because it's, it's more pleasant to read and we don't want so many, too many distractions. Right now, to be frank, our site looks a little dated and we do have a little too many distractions. If you go to singlegrain.com, um, you can see it. And look, if you don't do blog posts, it's going to be, unless you're like an e-commerce site, you're going to have difficulty driving traffic. And I think if you're going to produce content in the beginning, most of us, since we're so resource constrained, you might as well go for high quality versus try to go for, you know, the small, short, little, um, 800 word post or so. Cause everyone does that. That used to be the business model of demand media. And you look at them now, I think they shut down or they're, they're doing really poorly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, easy medical device says. One piece of content that I created was a free email course. It led to thousands of subscribers. I asked if they want the maxi course and they all said yes. So validation done for an online course. That's a really good uh, point, easy medical device. If you're gonna create any type of course at all, always validate with your audience, see if they're interested and see if they would vote with their money or at least opt in in the beginning. Say, hey, look, if you're interested in this course, you know, we're gonna charge $100 for it, but if you put $5 now, we'll give it to you for free. Um, figure out how you wanna structure it but that's going to help you get validation versus putting in all the work and then finding out that nobody wants it. And here, here, here's an idea for you. Like if you're producing a lot of content already, um, sometimes just take like, when I look at all the interviews I've done three to 400 people I've talked to on the growth everywhere podcast, if I just consolidated that into, and by the way, here, here's, here's some, some like real time feedback, right? Everyone, if I consolidated the top 10 business and marketing takeaways from over 400 entrepreneurs, I got the key takeaways, the key tools, type yes if you would be interested in getting that as an offer, right, as a free download um, from me. So just type yes into the chat and uh, we'll see, we'll see um, if we actually end up doing that. Nelson says, what is the name of the podcast? So Growth Everywhere is one of the podcasts and then the other podcast is, is called Marketing School. Swiss Davi says, what type of content would you recommend for someone who is starting from scratch? Blog posts or YouTube content that inspire, educate, or entertain? Yeah, inspiring, educating, and entertaining. That's kind of what we're doing right now. I like to think that I'm entertaining, but I am somehow, I hope I'm inspiring, but I am educating right now. I'm, I'm kind of sharing stories and then this, the stories are, are inspiring too, which is why I like doing these live videos um, and you know, kind of making fun of myself, you know, eating goldfish in front of you guys, whatever it is exactly, hopefully that's a little entertaining for you. Um, thank you guys for a little validation there. Swiss Davi asks, what are your best tips to create content that stands out from the noise? So creating content that stands out from the noise. Look, it's simple. If you're starting out in the beginning, you got to have a, have a point of view, right? So if everyone says, oh, you got to do link building and say, oh, I have this new SEO tactic where I don't need to do link building. Okay. Um, or, or you do things differently than other people. I, so the marketing school podcast where we just broke a million downloads, you can like, Everyone does this weekly interview podcast where they're just talking to someone else about their story. Boring. Everybody see like I have an interview podcast too. I've been doing it for five years, but everybody does that right now. So how, how are you different? Well, marketing school podcast, you have two entrepreneurs who happen to love marketing, Neil and myself. We have different points of view 
or POVs, okay? And Neil and I were just like, okay, you know what? We're gonna do it every single day and it's gonna be five to 10 minutes. That's it, actionable to the point. And up to this day, we haven't had any ads on that podcast, right? Everyone's trying to monetize it. Oh, how do you make money? How do you make money? I'll tell you what, with a million dollars per month, if we ran two ads on it, that podcast alone would make a million dollars and that's basically all profit per year, right? And we're not doing that right now because we're playing the long game. That's a story for another time uh, and I can share that with you later, all right? So da da da. Everyone says yes. Thank you guys for saying yes. Uh, I'm gonna answer one more question, and I'm gonna give you another story, and I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm happy to answer more questions. Okay. So, Martin Tolovsky, Tolovsky. There we go. Tolovsky says long form. One year ago, we wrote an article, a detailed tour review, and a tutorial of almost six thousand words, and that was the turning point of the blog. It was unique and raised the quality of leads as well. Martin, thank you so much for sharing that. I think that's huge because. That one piece of content, and sure, you built up your experience to get to that one piece, but that one piece, like you're slowly growing, all of a sudden you create that piece, it's like boom. Like that, that one learning right there is like when you start to really move up the hockey stick. And I'm trying to think of like for, for us, like when was a turning point for us in, in terms of pieces of content? And here's the other thing to consider. Let's say you're doing a daily marketing podcast like Marketing School, we have people that are at different stages in their life. They're part of different companies. They have different titles. So just because they listen, you, you might have one person listen to your first episode and that totally changes their life, right? And then you might have someone else that's like, uh, so let's say you have like a like a college intern or something um, that, that listens to your first, first episode. It completely changes their life because now they can go get a job. We've had people literally say they've gotten um, full-time jobs where they were unemployable before just from listening to the podcast. Also, we've also gotten clients too where someone has said, you know, over the weekend, I listened to 30 episodes or so and I decided why not just reach out to Eric and um, you know, then they start a relationship with me and then they end up working with my agency, Single Grain. So one piece of content can change everything. But if you keep going, you're constantly consistent with content. You have a cadence to go with. You have a process for it which um, maybe another day I'll talk about the process and then I can do a screen share with you. But if you keep going with the process, you're gonna have, you're gonna hit people at the right time with your content because sometimes the content that you produce, it might not be relevant. If I'm talking about like how to make your, uh, how to get a American Express black card, right? Not many people can relate with that. And by the way, I don't have one. I'm just saying that that's really hard to relate with. But if I say, hey, how to get your first 100 blog visitors, I think a lot of people can can relate with that. So. You create different types of content for different people. It's gonna hit people at the right time. And that's the intention with the content. Again, one piece of content can cause, you know, you to get more freelancing work, can get more client work. It can get you a full-time job. It can start full-blown relationships. It can lead to you traveling around the world because of the growth of our podcast that changed everything. That led to me doing a webinar. Here's another story for you. I'm gonna have another drink of water. The water's too cold. I'm gonna have a drink of the hot water. All right, so guess what? With the Growth Everywhere podcast, I was like, man, you know what? I'm gonna try doing webinars. So I did a webinar, I did it, I hit my email list, which was pretty small at the time, it's still pretty small. And you know, we had someone from Brazil, Brazil watching the video. And after I did the webinar, that person from Brazil happened to be a employee, an employee of a conference uh, in Brazil, a marketing conference. And she reached out and he said, hey, do you want to speak at this conference in Brazil? I said, uh, and this was a long time ago. And I was like, sure, sounds good, right? She's like, you're gonna have to pay for your own flight, okay? And we'll cover your room for one night. So I was like, man, I'm gonna have to fly 14 hours to Sao Paulo or San Paulo, however you pronounce it. And 
14 hours, okay? I pay for my own flight too. That flight cost me a lot of money. And I spoke for 20 minutes on stage and then I flew back. So you might be thinking like, man, Eric, that's pretty stupid. But I'll tell you, that webinar, online webinar I did, flying over to Brazil changed everything. Because what happened was I actually got to hang out with a couple of US people, um, some VPs of marketing and then a, an, an, an event organizer named Vasil. Vasil happened to be an event organizer and he said, hey, you should come speak at my marketing conferences. And that led to me speaking internationally around the world in Paris, London, Germany, um, just Amsterdam, everywhere, okay? Again, also in, uh, in, in another time in Brazil too. So I'm just saying, man, Growth Everywhere led to the online webinar, led to me speaking for free in Brazil, which was a gamble at the time, but I like gambling. And that led to me speaking around the world. Now, I, I got to speak in Dublin, Poland, Ukraine the past year. I'm going to, um, I'm going to Germany this year. Um, I just came back from Punta Mita, Mexico. And I'm trying to dial back to speaking a little bit, but look, I think Montreal's also in the cards too. So there's a lot of speaking things that happen, but each, you just level up, you get stronger and stronger and stronger. And just one piece of content can lead to you, you know, doing amazing things that you, you're like, you look at other people and like, I can't believe they're doing these things. I don't know how they can do it. You know, they have a brand, it's unfair. Look, you can do the same thing too, because if I can do it, you can do it, all right? I'm gonna turn to some questions now, but before I do, if you guys want help, you know, getting more clients, learning how to build your brand, um, we do have programs out there. You can talk to our team. Just go to singlegrain.com forward slash live. That's L-I-V-E. Uh, so we can learn about your needs and then figure out how the best way, uh, the best solution there is out there to help you. And even if we can't, we'll try to point you in the right direction. So let's see. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Thinkific is here. Yeah. By the way, I wore this two days in a row. So uh, it shows you how much I like it. And I also wore it to Mexico too. So I wore this over like my Lululemon stuff. That's how much I like this. All right, let's see what people have said. Sorry, I just slurped in front of the mic. Um, Shiznok. I forgot how to pronounce your name again, but my friend Lisa is building a food block. Shall she listen to your podcast or look somewhere on your pages? Um, yeah, listen to the Marketing School podcast. It's every single day. You can start from the beginning. It's free. And we're also starting a, a training program for it too that's based on that content. Lydia says, I'm in love with yours and Neil's uh, Marketing School podcast. I listen to them one after another on Power Hikes. Thank you so much, Lydia, for being a fan um, and always appreciate any feedback. James Isaac says, hey, Eric, nice comments. Appreciate you sharing with us. Tim says, uh, if you wrote a long-form blog article to attract full-stack engineers as an agency recruiter, what would you write about? Okay, <clears throat> that's a good question. So think about it this way, and I'm talking about this with my team. I'll give you an example. My friend Syed, he actually brought up this concept, and it's called the concept of success gaps. So his software is email, it's like an email pop-up tool. It helps you collect more emails, right? And he asked his team, he said, hey, what is success for our product? And his team was like, if they activate and they start paying us, they start using the product, that's success. And Sayed said, no, that's product activation. Success is what do our customers need to become successful? They need an email list. They need a website, all right? They need a faster website. There's just a bunch of different things that they need to become successful. And then when they become successful, right, you can create content around that. And then those people will end up needing an email collection tool to help them collect more emails, right? And that's when his product comes in. So if you sold plungers, for example, on the internet, like, you know, the, the little toilet plungers, well, you're not gonna have much to write about. 
you know, you write a couple things and you're you're basically done. But if you write about like if you write about other things around you know, decorating a bathroom, you know, accessories around the bathroom, or even you know, take it one level higher. You talk about um, interior design. You go to that level, um, then it's going to be a lot different. Issue, good. Okay, so that's the example of success gaps. I think we're just checking if the the camera went off or not. So when you think about recruiters, for example, and you want to attract talent these engineers, like what are they interested in, right? What do they want? What, what programs do they want? Um, what are they interested in talking about? You can always check. There's always forums out there where people are hanging out. A lot of engineers hang out on Hacker News. Um, so I'll just, you know, you can even check Reddit as well. There's a lot of communities. There's Stack Overflow. Uh, there, there's just a lot of different things you can look at, right? And then from there, you can figure out how, how you want to craft your content. But I encourage you to not look at it from just the lens of, oh, can I, how can I talk more about my product? Um, how can I only talk about my industry? How can I only talk about my niche? Once you take it a couple levels um, higher than that, then you're able to produce more content. In the beginning though, you probably want to focus it in a little bit so there's a delicate balance. <clears throat> All right. So Thinkific is full stack engineers to find out what their pain points are. Lydia, I, I think that's great, very smart. Um, James Isaac says, speak from diaphragm so as to not strain your vocal cords. That's a good tip. I don't even know what a diaphragm actually is, um, <laughs> but I'm gonna look into that afterwards because I am definitely straining my vocal cords and I, I like that you can tell. So thank you for your concern, James. Uh, da, 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 da. So G Fallon says, hi, Eric. In our market, support and laboratory equipment in Argentina, there are only a few competitors, perhaps 15, and for certain equipments, only five. Any special tips for us? I follow you every day with with Neil. So when we talk about support and laboratory equipment, that's a little more different, right? Because you have something that's that's dense. So when you think about one of our clients, they're in machine tools industry. When they create content, it's dense. It's long form. It might even be in a PDF. So you just got to think about like how your people are like. If, the, if people are buying machine tools, their consideration, like their sales cycle is much longer and they have a lot to consider. So they want to see the data. They want to see images. They want to see um, stuff. Usually people don't want to go that, that in depth in, but it sounds like what you have might, might need to be a little more in depth and you might need to have content around that. Uh, da, da, da. James Isaac says, good courses, everyone. We should wear it every day. Oh, I think if it says we wear it every day. Um, Swiss Davi says, sharp question. What type of packages do you offer on simple grain? So A, it's single grain. Um, <laughs> a lot of people say simple grain, so it's, it's all good. Uh, is more related to consultancy or an existing online biz or can actually support the content production activities as well? So, excuse me. Uh, single grain, we have a couple different things. So we have our agency, which does paid media work. We have uh, our SEO team, and then we have a video production team. That's what we have. That's what we focus on. We typically focus on technology companies or e-commerce companies. Now, that being said, we also have um, a software company called ClickFlow, which is SEO AB testing software. And then we also have our education division, which you guys see us producing so much content. Um, we have individual and corporate training coming out. And um, yeah, that's basically what we have. And then we also have our agency kind of accelerator program and then our, our evergreen traffic machine program too. Agency, agency accelerators, more so how to gain more clients. So you can go to singlegrain.com slash live to learn more about it. Same thing with the evergreen traffic machine. That was just more so on, on how to build a lot of traffic. Because look, with one piece of content, that compounded to another piece of content. And now our, our site, we're at about, I want to call it 
Um, I think it's about 224,000 visits a month and about 184, 185,000 uniques per month. Um, that's thank you to the team. And then the podcast over a million downloads a month uh, on Marketing School. And then every, the YouTube channel is growing a lot faster now because we're doing these lives. So one step at a time, look, you don't need to try to do everything at once, but you know, you keep building, keep building, hire a team around you. You're able to leverage and build more, build more. And you're able to, you know, do really cool things. Like we didn't have this setup before. Like I was just doing this, this through my phone and I, I had a blast doing it through my phone. Like you don't need all the bells and whistles. You don't even need an iPhone. It's just, I have an iPhone, like whatever you want. And then what you can do, this thing right here, I was using this thing and this thing, the broadcast, this is like, I don't, this is cheap. This is on Amazon. It's like, you know, live, what is this called? It says, uh, live stream gear. That's what it is. Live stream gear. I just tried to sell you like items on the back over here. Um, so anyway, I forgot what I was talking about. So I'm gonna look at the comments real quick. Um, Swiss Davi says, can you mention one example of content that you helped create with one of your clients that helped them scale their business? So, okay, here's an example. There is um, a long form power page that we did, which is like 10,000 words or so. When you do, the original piece was like 2000 words. And when we upgraded it, the traffic on that page went up by about 22, 28 X. So that's kind of the difference that you can see when you do stuff like that. And you don't need to hire like an agency to do it. You can do it yourself. Laura asked, uh, Eric for curiosity, do you know how to code? So interestingly enough, okay, let's go to one piece of content again, because this is the theme of, 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 of this, um, of this episode. So when I worked at Treehouse as their, as their VP of growth, I originally wanted to join because I saw Ryan Carson's interview and he seemed like a very genuine guy. So Ryan Carson was a CEO of Treehouse, he still is. And I saw him interviewing Kevin Rose, who was the guy I admire too, the founder of Dig. And I watched their interview for the entire hour. I'm like, man, this is a guy I can get behind. He's got a mission. He seems like a very genuine guy. And that's how we started working together um, because I reached out to him. And then at the same time, Neil actually introduced me to him too. And I ended up beating out people that were much older than me, much more experienced than me. Um, Cause they're interviewing like CMO level people. And you had this, you know, this 25, 26 year old kid. Um, and I was able to, to get the role, but that was one piece of content that changed everything for my life and my, my career tra trajectory. Um, and I joined Treehouse cause I partly wanted to code too. And, uh, when I joined, I didn't have time cause I had to do marketing stuff. So I never got to learn. So Swiss Davi, um, sounds like I would need to contact you. You can also email me, Eric, E-R-I-C at singlegrain.com. First metric says, thanks for all the time you take to educate. You're welcome. Uh, I am going to have to learn to speak from the diaphragm because I think I'm losing my voice now. Uh, James Isaacs asks, what type of content would you focus on in 2019 on what platform? Simple. 2019 is the year of live for me. I just hit this thing over here. Um, so... YouTube live, Instagram live, and Facebook live. So right now we're, we're on YouTube live. We're going to get it working with Facebook live simulcast. And then what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to take this little thing out here and do Instagram live at the same time. Look at the comments at the same time. That way I'm live on three channels. I'm answering questions. I'm engaging with people. <clears throat> it truly helps everything um, grow. So anyway, guys, uh, by the way, if you want to learn how to grow your traffic or get more clients, you guys are kind of struggling with that check out singlegrain.com forward slash live. You can speak with my team, L-I-V-E, and we can figure out how to solve your problems, um, see if it's the right fit. If not, we can point you in the right direction um, and it should be a helpful call. 
And that's all I got for you today. Uh, I'm definitely gonna go look into um, how I can find a way to speak better so I don't lose my voice on stage either. And hope you guys have a good weekend and we will see you later. Thank you.